The following program is brought to you by Podcast One Sportsnet. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Hey, folks, thanks for listening to Riggles Picks. Help our podcast stay free to download with minimal ads. The survey is short and completely anonymous. There are two easy ways to begin the survey. Go to www.podcast1.com backslash my survey or go to podcast1.com and click on the survey banner. If you filled out a survey in the past, we thank you, but we still need you to do it again. You do all of us at Riggles Picks and Podcast One a huge favor by filling it out. do that with you. So in stereo. <laughs> that was so in stereo. Uh, welcome back, Saratiana. I've missed you. I've Chandler's missed you. Missed you. We've all, Gary even missed you. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. He, he no, I did. Yeah, see? He huh? did. Okay. So we all missed you. We're glad you're back. Well, Thanks I'm... for joining us. We were all guessing where you were. We didn't know. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank God. I've been wanting to replace him so long on this podcast, but I'm like, it's called you Riggles to, Picks. You didn't have to poison me. Like, I got sick at I got sick at Big Slick. That's ooh. when I, that's when I broke down, and Man. I'm still. Fighting I got this sick thing. there too. I had I lost my voice for like two days after that. Oh yeah, you can hear. My, I always lose my voice at Big Slick. <laughs> yes. Always. You're, you had lost your voice by day two. Day, oh yeah, <laughs> easy. I was going to say night of night one. <laughs> That uh, might be true. Yeah, I don't remember when we recorded all those drunken conversations. It but. never fails. It never. I always lose my voice. So when I get to the final show, the auction night, mm-hmm. it literally whenever we announce the number, I was like, "Everybody's like, what? What was it?" So that's why I'm glad. I like, put it on the board because <laughs> no one know what I said. I texted Adam Devine the other day, and I was like, "Are you still in the suite?" <laughs> <laughs> when I left the last night, we stayed up until our car was picking us up at 5.30 in the morning to go to the airport. So we stayed in the suite till 5 a.m. God bless you. And Adam and I were still at the poker table. And, uh, yeah, and then Will Forte was still in yeah. there. And I think – There's some diehards. I, 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 the last the, the last guy in the, uh, in the room, I was told, because, you know, one, one of our ambassadors was in mm-hmm. there, uh, left at 7 a.m. Hi, hi, hi. Yeah. So that's when you roll when you roll KC style <laughs> at the big slick, you roll deep. I was like I emailed Will Forte. I was like, uh, my butt still hurts, but maybe I was playing poker wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he was just like I just heard you like yelling in the karaoke room at one point, like, fuck you, Frank Sinatra, fuck you. That was one of my favorites. Because Smigel and I, Robert Smigel and I were doing a bit. <laughs> It was it was one of the bits that made me so happy. So Smigel was playing Frank Sinatra, and okay. he was singing like my way. He goes, I did it my way, and he's doing the whole Frank. And I came in, and he goes, oh, Jesus Christ, here's my son Frank Jr. So all of a sudden, I became Frank Jr. I'm like, 
Dad, let's go. It's late. He's like, shut up, you piece of shit. You're no good. And then he kept singing, my way. And he kept singing the song. And then he would yell at me, Frank Jr. And I was playing the straight man. So I'd be like, Dad, it's late. Nobody wants to hear this. You're, you're trying to take you home. He's like, let me tell you about Frank Jr. He goes, piece of shit. He goes, he goes without me, Frank Jr. is washing cars. You know, and he goes, then fly me away. And then they start playing fly me away. And he'd sit. So between lines of the song, he would curse me out. And I'd be like, fuck you, Frank. So you know. So that's what we were doing a whole show, just the two of us doing a whole routine for really nobody. There was yeah, maybe a couple people in there, yeah. but it was just to us doing a bit and it brought me more joy than almost anything. <laughs> we were like me and Divine are sitting there at the poker table like, God, we were trying to lose so that we could go in there and have fun and hang yeah. out. But they're like, nothing would take us away from that table. And then all of a sudden it's over because you stopped yelling uh, from what I could hear. I could only hear you yelling. I don't know why I was yelling. I had uh, nothing to yell with. Yeah, you're a son. You're Frank yeah. Jr. Yeah. And you walked over to our table and you're like, I'm not going to lie. What it looks like here at this poker table as a bunch of human dog shit <laughs> <laughs> and sam levine was like ha ha there's no such thing as human dog shit and i was like you nerd sit down <laughs> just take your dog shit comment and live with it <laughs> i was laughing so hard at you calling us human dog shit for sitting there and enjoying ourselves at your event <laughs> that's a host oh god that's a host it right was there. quite the event i mean I told you my favorite part of the event. We haven't really gotten to talk about it uh, together. Well, I did last week. I bragged extensively on you, like I said I would, about your prowess on the softball field. Oh, I said you were were my MVP. Oh, I I thought last week's episode was the one with us in Kansas City. No, you you did it. I did some wraparounds for it. Oh, wow! How nice. Mm. You can see how often I listen to our podcast. You're the worst. You're so the worst. Please I, tell me you at least download it. Oh, yeah, I do. I, yeah, I download it. I'm a subscriber, but um, I didn't li- – you know, sometimes I don't like to listen to my own voice, especially my own drunken voice. <laughs> it, it wasn't that bad. I, I, the, 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 there wasn't uh, much – you know, yeah. it, it was late in the evening, Yeah. but, but people weren't like knee-walking. No, it no, wasn't, no. No one was really oh, out no. of control. No. It was just late in the evening. We were all giddy. And me yeah, and Mary it was giddy. And plus it. the energy was great. Like everybody yeah. was laughing and oh. having fun and people were, one, you know, uh, topping each other. And so it was yeah. just this I, – I enjoyed the energy of the room. It yeah. just felt really Every, fun. Yeah. It was a really, really fun weekend. I was so stoked to be there even though someone asked me if I was Karen Killam. Uh, on the red carpet, I was like, oh, finally somebody recognized me. They're calling me over, and they're like, are you Karen Killam? I was like, no. Not a person. <laughs> Not a person. Not a person. Uh, they're definitely meant Taryn Killam. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I was like, no, but she'll be here in a second. <laughs> but it was fun, and That's I had a right. great time, and uh, I had a great conversation with Mary Lynn on that podcast. So if you haven't listened to that one, you definitely should. We had a great combo about comedy. There's some – we had – this was – I was very proud this year. Um, because I believe that 90% of the women that were at Big Slick uh, were invited by me. Ah. So I was very proud of that. that. Um, and we had great, funny women. Yes. We had great, funny women. Oh, my gosh. Uh, really enjoyable people, too. Uh, Sarah Chalk, Angela Kinsey, yourself, Mary Lynn. Um, uh, Carissa was even – she's a blast. Yeah. You know, um, 
Uh, Everyone just, was uh, a blast. I had a blast. A with... gauntlet of really funny, fun people, uh, and a lot. And we had more ladies than we've ever had in the past. So it was yeah. super fun. Angela Kinsey at the softball game with the giant glove that the mascot <laughs> used was one of my favorite moments. She was so funny. She oh was my great. god! There was a uh, many years ago, like a big slick four or five. I think it was her first time there. Um, Scott Pollard, who used to play at the University of Kansas and played for the Boston Celtics and whatever, but he's like a seven footer, mm-hmm. you know, massive, one of the biggest guys you've ever seen. Uh, we were auctioning off a KU basketball package or whatever, and she came out and jumped up and sat in his arm. <laughs> and it, it was the funny, it looked like a parrot on his arm. <laughs> Just like a, look, like, like a little like, ventriloquist yeah, like dummy. Bit, that's what it looked like, <laughs> uh, proportion-wise. And uh, there's, I think there's a great picture from that somewhere. Uh, anyway. fun. Yeah. Uh, a lot of going on, though, right now in the, in the world currently, as we speak of. Yeah. Um, especially, you know, we like to talk, always touch on sports. I consider this show, I don't know about you, but I consider it to be the water cooler show. In yes. the sense that you get a taste of everything you need to know that if you're hanging out at the water cooler – you can join in in almost any conversation. You can talk sports. You can talk some headlines. You can talk a random funny story. And yep. you have something in your hip pocket. That's what I think what we offer. Would you agree? I would wholeheartedly agree with that. People ask me what this podcast is about. And I was like, mostly it's about me and Rob. Yeah. Uh, and then we talk about sports too. Yeah. But I think we talk about – because we do have funny headlines. We have current events. And we have sports. Yeah. So if you listen to the show – uh, if you're at your office uh, and you're, you know, a bunch of people are hanging out, I always call it water cooler. But mm-hmm. if you're hanging out by the water cooler or the coffee pot uh, and people are shooting the shit, well, now you can contribute. Yeah. Because you know what's going on in the sports world. You know what's going on in the wacky world. And you know what's going on in the headlines. That's the, that's the most fun thing. You want to be able to add to a conversation. Yes. You don't want to feel excluded. And this show helped you feel included in those conversations. Absolutely. And it also gives you that one th- you know, in your hip pocket where you're like, did you guys hear about the lady in Indonesia? And everybody goes, what? And then you've got something to offer. Right. There you go. She's a big fan of me undies. That's what uh, they'll say. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Me so undies. so excited about those. Me yeah. undies. Yeah. So I don't know if uh, – maybe we could just talk about it really quick. But, Do it. Um, uh, I I put the me and me undies because uh, they're my undies now. I'm definitely wearing them because I, as we talked about before, like I am not good at buying new underwear. Um, and last week, Rob said if you bought a pair of me undies, he'd get a pair for me. And I, th- <laughs> he's told what? no way. What? Are those the ones that you got me? Was that your choice? Yeah. <laughs> that is your mom. No, I don't. I First of all, I never want to touch. <laughs> These are not for me, but those are for you. This is amazing. They are leopard <coughs> boy shorts. These look like something a wrestler would wear, but they are so soft. Or uh, LSU uh, fan. Yeah, they have a little purple on the inside and a little tiger on the outside. Oh, there's more in here. <gasps> oh, these are fancy. <laughs> now people get to see... Wow, I got three pairs, so that's a lot. That's a lot. People must have bought a lot of me undies. That's right. <laughs> they are the most comfortable undies I've ever uh, worn. Uh, so Rob came through, and there's more me undies for me. And so I have an offer because Rob did something for me, so I think we're going to do something for you. If you go to meundies.com slash wriggles, you get 15% off your first order and if you send proof that you bought a pair, we'll send you another pair. That doesn't mean a skid-marked pair of underwear. (laughs) Don't send that in. Yes. 
Okay, I think they're talking about some sort of tasteful photo, perhaps. Sure, sure, sure. Tasteful, tasteful photo proof that you proof bought of purchase. them. You could just take a pair of them on your bed, per- okay. perhaps. Uh, so the first twenty-five people to send a proof of purchase, which is a screenshot of your purchase, a picture of your meat undies, will send you another pair for free. Just send your proof to gift. G-I-F-T at podcastone.com. Put Riggles Picks in the subject line, and you will soon have another pair of meat undies in your collection. And yes, they are fabulous. They're comfortable. They're awesome. They're obviously attractive. So get moving. MeatUndies.com slash Riggles. Get your first pair for 15% off and free shipping and satisfaction guaranteed. And then send a screenshot of your meat undies purchase, a picture of your meat undies, how much you like them to gift at podcastone.com and put Riggles Picks in the sub- subject line, and you'll get another free pair. So let's do it. So I got my. I finally I ordered mine. Yeah. My, my meundies, mm-hmm. and they came uh, in the mail this week. Yeah. And oh my god, <laughs> they really are. They really are. I was. I was. You know, it sat in my inbox forever. They're like, you got to fill this out, and yeah, you got to yeah, order yeah. it, and all mm-hmm. this stuff. And I'm like, I'll do it. I'll God. And so I dragged my feet. And I finally did it. And it came, and now I'm like, oh, okay. So how fast can I get the next? <laughs> I know. Because honestly, they are the softest. I know. They're really good. They're really. I'm kind of. I'm embarrassed that I didn't get on it earlier. <laughs> a little bit. But anyway, uh, we're on it now. We're on it now, and uh, there's there's plenty of other people who wear undies that we need to talk about who That's are right. in the sporting news. <laughs> well, by the way, so okay, so this this you know time frame we're dealing with World Cup. Right. We're dealing with um, uh, the U.S. Open just mm-hmm. happened. Interesting U.S. Open. Uh, yeah. Uh, Brooks Kepko won back-to-back U.S. Opens. That hasn't happened in almost 30 years. Yeah. Jacked uh, Brooks Kepka. Yeah. Oh, he's, jacked. he's beefy. He's a beefy dream. Like he's I'm, – I'm wondering if that's going to have to be the new the new standard. standard. Yeah. Like – I don't think so, though, because like Ricky Fowler mm-hmm. is, you know, what, a buck 50 tops, mm-hmm. you know, maybe five foot Tons eight. Tons of power. But he, you know, he drives the ball just as far, you know. So yeah, it's, but Brooks is driving at like three ten, like it is it, crazy he, far and accurate. Yeah, it's you know what it is. It's like when Sampras took over tennis, he just overpowered the game. Mm-hmm. He was acing every serve, and he was just he just overtook the game, and he was he outpowered the game. I remember. So they either had to go back to wood rackets, or they had to lengthen the court, <laughs> or they had to change the whole game. <laughs> Which none of that's going to happen, right? Yeah. So these guys now, obviously their their equipment is way better than what the the, the older guys had. Yeah, it is. Um, hello. <laughs> and uh, but their their technique and their strength, like yeah. And Tiger started that. Tiger started yes, he with did. the like. Let's get. I mean, I I remember growing up with Craig Stadler, <laughs> the walrus. He looked like a professional bowler. You know, yeah. he was he was two hundred pounds and five foot eight. Yeah. You know, and just a beef house, and played. You know, and that's what a golfer was. You know, but yeah, now the golfer the standard, was John Daly, a guy yes. that's like probably like uh, smoking cigarettes yeah, on the walk. Totally. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, you know, the, the standard for these young guys seems to be. Uh, get out there and, and you know, because Rory, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas, Jason Day, all these guys are mm-hmm. are jacked. Well, him and Dustin Johnson worked out for an hour before their, their game their on final, Sunday. Yeah. Their final round. And I, I'm like, that it must be so exhausting. Yeah. Like, just walking that – like, I always talk about, like, my boyfriend's always like, oh, Oh man, maybe I could be on the tour. Like men always think, and I'm like, you couldn't even walk it. Do you understand? Like it's an eight you, mile walk. It's a long walk. It's an eight mile walk. Now, granted, your caddy's carrying your clubs, but it's still an eight mile walk. Right? Yeah, in the up sun, up and down hills, and yeah. f- and you're concentrating, and you're focusing, and 
I play yeah. in a lot of tournaments. I play in the BMW yeah. out in uh, South Carolina, and I play in the Tahoe sometimes. And, um, you know, you get to day three, you get to day four, <laughs> and, you know, you've, you know, you're on mile 25 of a three-day, you know, journey, and yeah. you're like, ah, let's get this thing <laughs> over with. My dogs are barking, yeah, you know. I don't need to keep getting my steps in. Exactly. I'm not a professional golfer. <laughs> my Fitbit is going crazy. <laughs> but you're right. Like Pete Sanford did. I remember at the 96 Olympics, they had this thing um, where you could stand behind this piece of plexiglass and uh, Pete Sanford's serve would come at you. And it was the most terrifying thing. It's because it was coming in at 130 miles yes. an hour. Yeah. Yes, that's not a baseball. Like no. that's something that you have. Like you just have to the point. You have to just put your racket out and hope it hits it. You just like and hope that, it accurately hits. Your and racket. that's what they do. That's the only way you can return the speed, the the serves right. at that speed. So I, anyway, yes, the game is changing. That's why they're lengthening all these golf courses. Like par mm-hmm. fives used to be five hundred yards would be the max for a par five. They're teeing off at six hundred plus yards Jeez. now, just to keep these guys. So they have to hit three shots in. It's nuts. These I, guys are overpowering courses now. Can you imagine having to remodel a golf course? Oh. <laughs> to me, that sounds like the hardest. Yeah, there's just not enough real estate. Yeah, it's it's. You have to just buy more land. Well, and you also have to create seven tees. You know, the back tees where the pros play from, and then you have to create you know a, a black tee, a blue tee, a gold tee, a white tee, and a red tee. Is that just like different age groups or yeah, women and yeah, men and exactly, okay. exactly, <sighs> exactly. So it's it's uh, it's quite daunting. But it was a fascinating uh, uh, U.S. Open, second major of the year, down, and uh, and Brooks won his second major back to back. The guy's only twenty eight years old, crazy, you know. So it's it's good for him, good for American golf. Uh, I was, yeah. I'm, you know. Uh, a little biased, perhaps, mm-hmm. uh, but I like to see I like to see it uh, stay in America, the cup. Yeah. Uh, so I was happy about that. Uh, and then what else happened? Oh, World Cup. Ugh. What a World Cup. What a World Cup. I mean, it has started off bizarre. So Germany, the defending World Cup champions, lost right out of the gates to Mexico. Mexico is a fine team, so it wasn't that much of an upset, but it was still a shocker. Yeah, it's still a shocker because yeah. Mexico, like uh, Mexico's team, is not what it used to be. It, yeah. It's not not the aura that it always had. Right now that we have Spain and England, you know. And did you hear that when they when they when they scored their goal, it was one nothing. And when they scored the goal at that exact time, the uh, geological survey, uh, they, they, the, there was so much uh, people, yeah. so many people jumped at once. I guess in Mexico City, no joke, it, it uh, registered on the no, uh, on the earthquake scale. Yes, on the earthquake scale. <laughs> The Richter scale. Yeah, on the Richter scale. That's How amazing. crazy is that? Like that shows you the passion what? that almost every other country in the world has for soccer besides yeah. us. I bet they jumped that high when Jennifer Lopez became single again. <laughs> like, yeah! yeah. And by the way, they were in Moscow partying their face off oh. until seven in the morning. Um, I would love, I would love to see uh, the Mexican uh, people in Moscow just partying there. So Shit I guess in off. Germany, you know, Germany obviously the defending champions, and they have they've traditionally always had a powerful soccer team. Yes, um, they were uh, heavily favored. Is that six hundred to one or something? Or no, or, six to one. Yeah, six to one. Six to one Six to beat to, to beat Mexico. Yeah, oh, that's so, a good bet. That's a good bet. I wish I would have laid that <laughs> yeah, action. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but there's also like Argentina, another powerhouse. Uh, Brazil, another powerhouse. Um, 
Colombia lost to Japan. Like just it was, and the uh, Argentina and Brazil did not. They either tied or lost, mm-hmm. um, which is just uh, you know. So we're off to a very interesting start. Like it's going to be a very cool World Cup. Yeah, did you see the uh, Iran Morocco game where uh, it was like down to like the 89th minute? It was zero zero, and then Morocco scored on their own goal. No. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, they went to do a header to get it out of there, and it went, and it went in. Oh, that's no way. Four own goals in the World Cup. Yeah, four own goals. That's no way to lose. Oh, that would just be yeah. Well, I remember too, like in '94, the when the guy from Colombia did something similar to that. Oh, uh, and and then they killed him. I was going to say he's no longer alive. No, when he went back to Colombia, they they killed him. Yeah, that's or a group of people. Narco stuff. Yeah, I'm like wow. Mm-hmm. You know, this this comes at high stakes. If you if we did that in America, the guy would come back and be, be like, hey, dude, would you sign this? <laughs> yeah. You're the guy that dicked it up. Right. Because, yes. <laughs> the stakes are low here yeah. is what I'm saying. The stakes are low. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, we're not even um, in the World Cup, so the stakes are very low. What else is going on in the world? I mean – By the way, did you see uh, Ronaldo's uh, goal kick? The one that um, his third goal in the first game, I believe it was. That's correct. Spain, Portugal. Spain, yes. Yeah. So for Portugal, he kicks it around the, yeah, like a curveball. Like he kicks it. You know how like he all the, everybody it. He, he bent it like Beckham. Yeah. But you know how everybody stands in front of you sure. and like holds their the nuts. Yeah. The wall. So he kicks it around. Like he's standing directly in front of them. Kicks it around them and into the goal. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever seen besides his face. <laughs> and his abs. Let's be honest. Yeah, and his abs. And uh, there's his feet, a, there's and a his great legs. there's a great meme of him. You know how when the players come out, mm-hmm. they always have a child with them. Mm-hmm. You know? <laughs> and he has eighteen. <laughs> and the kid in front of him is this. You know, very they're very sweet kids. They're mm-hmm. all sweet kids. Uh, and the, there's a boy next to the girl standing next to. Anyway, the boy is just staring. He's turning around, just staring at Ronaldo. Like, mm-hmm. oh my god, uh. I'm this close to Ronaldo. And Ronaldo kind of looks down and gives him a smile. And then the girl looks back at him. And then they look at each other and they're like, oh, my God. <laughs> he looked oh, at us. Oh, here's here's a kick. Yeah, around and in. And that's how you do it, Ronaldo. I mean, and also, you know, he was wanted for tax evasion in Spain, right? Uh-huh. Because he used to play for Spain. So he owed them $24 million oh, in taxes. Jesus. And they had all these people show up. Before the game to try to get in his head, like he was going to get arrested after the game, uh-huh. and he wrote them a check for twenty four million dollars, and then went and scored three goals. Is that true? <laughs> that is exactly oh! true. Go! Go! Yeah. Way to go! Can you imagine? Do you know how good that feels? I mean, talk yeah. about he slept like an angel that night. <laughs> yeah, he slept like an angel. Uh, like a he's sweet. got he doesn't have to look over his shoulder, Mm-mm. and he's not only here's your money and here's your finger. <laughs> yeah, go smoke a turd in hell. <laughs> That's the stuff, right no there. No one says turd quite like you. <laughs> Yeah, the only person that could say it that good. Uh, that makes me super, super happy. Yeah, it was pretty fun. Um, uh, Terrell Owens, who um, is 44 years old. Terrell. 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 It's like when I say uh, Lionel. <laughs> Nessie? No. Um, Lionel? Lionel Richie. Oh. I, I, call him, I call him Lionel. 
Lionel. Yeah. You're Lionel you, you Richie. Lionel. 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 And it's Lionel Richie. Lionel. That's what people say. I say Lionel. Yes. So anyway. You, that's just the French term. <laughs> Terrell Owens. Terrell. <laughs> Terrell. Like Daryl, but Terrell. He's 44 years old. He just ran a 40-yard dash. Forte four. <laughs> in 4.4 seconds. No, he did not. Yes, he did. It's on video. It's proven. Now, here's the thing. At 44, he's still smoking a 4.440. That's insane. 4.4 is less than the fastest at the combine, right? No, what it's, was- it's about even with the – it's even with the quickest. I think the quickest guys are like four threes. Those are the fastest. Those are the fastest oh, guys the in their twenties. At twenty, at twenty-one, twenty-two, <sighs> that's how fast you know. Like he's still got the wheels. So you're saying, if he wanted to go to the high Hall of Fame, he could run there faster than anybody else. Absolutely. <laughs> I think he was picked this year for the Hall of Fame. He was, and he's not going. Claims right. he's not going. I know, to which this. is such a shame. It's such it's a, a shame. It's a waste. It's such a. I don't know. Look, I, I don't know what his beef is. I don't know if it's legit. I don't know if it's if it's. I don't well, his know. His beef is that he didn't get picked in the first. He wasn't a first ballot. Oh well, that, third, I, you need to get over that and ex- just accept the fact that you are in the hall, sir. Great, you're I in. Know. I agree. I agree. But at these at these numbers, I would be I, I would be <laughs> so curious. Yeah. There's there's trust me. There's some team out there. Who's, a call, lot of teams. Walk onto the Browns. Just walk onto the Browns. <laughs> yeah. What are they? What are going to say? I mean, what do you got to lose? You got nothing to lose. Give them a give them a give them a tryout. Yeah. The it, guy is a Hall of Famer who could still maybe play. Did he? That would be fascinating. Wouldn't it be fun to see a guy who's in the Hall of Fame now back on the field? Wouldn't yeah. that just your curiosity? Would it would I would be is that so even fascinated. allowed? I don't know. Why not? There's no. It's not like the college. There's no legal limit on eligibility. Right. It's whether or not you can do it, and whether or not someone's going to give you money to do it. Yeah. Now, now, is any team going to give him money? I don't know. But bring him out. You know, <laughs> if you want to, if you want to get your fan base juiced up, like if you're the Browns or you're some mm-hmm. team that's in the in the, you got nothing to lose. Someone who needs a wide receiver like Dallas. Someone who needs a wide receiver. <laughs> let the guy come out. Let, let him, him come out. out for if, whoever's doing hard knocks this year. I'd watch the hell out of that. Exactly. Oh, I know. He's a, he's a Hall of Fame receiver. Mm-hmm. He still runs a 4-4. Yeah. If he wants it, why not let him? But can he catch? Yeah. Well, I, th- I don't think he, your hands don't go like that, I don't think. I, I don't think, know. I mean... I, did he retire or did he just – yeah, he retired. He didn't just stop playing because nobody was – I think he walked was, away. Yeah, I think he walked away from the game. I think away. it was a combination. He's always been accused of being poison in the locker room. Yeah. So he had you know bad mojo around him and teams didn't want to touch him because he affected or infected the team. That's what they say about Des Bryant, right? Right. That's so you, you, you bring that poison to a locker room. Yeah. And you know, unless you've been on a team sport and been a part of a team, you don't understand that dynamic and mm-hmm. what that means to a locker room. Like people hear that and they go, what's poison to a locker room? He's the greatest receiver. He's a Hall of Fame receiver. Yeah, but if he comes in and he has this terrible attitude or he's countermining what your coaching staff is trying to accomplish right. or he's working against your team goals – or the team makes agreements and you have to honor those, you mm-hmm. know, like team meetings or practices. Not you know, yeah, yeah. And you all make this agreement. You make a pledge to each other to show up on time, to work hard. And if you're not part of that, then you, you undermine the whole system. Yeah. And it causes other people to go, well, fuck it. If he's not doing it, I'm not doing it. Right. Or if, you know, Terrell gets away. I don't know. So it's, it's, uh, it's poison in the locker room. And – 
I think that's was his. That's why he was kind of ushered to the door. However, time has passed. Maybe he's matured. Maybe not. I don't know. But if he wanted it, I'm saying if he yeah. wanted it, he can still play. He, is what you're saying. Still, he's still got the wheels. I'm worried that he. Um... You know, they he, they are Julio Jones posted videos of him and T.O. working out together, and I I'm not sure I like that um, pair up. Why? Because Julio's your guy. Yeah, he's my guy. <laughs> he plays for the Falcons. Yeah, so to speak. I think he does. Yeah, he's not coming to minicamp apparently, and um, you know, uh, problem is like when you get to be a veteran, minicamps are hard to go to. <sighs> but you're still. I know, you're still part of the team. The thing is, honestly, this is all Sammy Watkins' fault. This is the Rams' fault. This is the Rams' fault for giving Sammy Watkins $126 million. Because after Sammy Watkins got $126 million, and I'm stealing this from my boyfriend's train of thought, that after Sammy, all the other wide receivers in the league were like, what? I'm way fucking better than Sammy Watkins. I should be getting paid way more. And now these guys that have two, three years left on their deal, like Des, like Julio, are like, mm-mm, I want a better deal. And it's like, huh? You know, like, mm-hmm. isn't the point of us going through all of that, like, giving you what, you know, we feel like you're worth? And honestly, I don't feel like Julio has a whole lot of room to make this kind of stand because he didn't catch shit last year (laughs) and he was targeted plenty yeah well and also you know uh nfl works under a salary cap too so you 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 know there's only so much to give you know it's it's you can do your best yeah that's all you can do so just come in and be a team player and i think that also for the falcons picking up calvin ridley for a first round who's a great wide receiver from alabama uh their top and that's that could be a two-headed snake for us mm-hmm. and, you know, very needed. Um, it, it's, it, and it's also one of these things, too, where I, I always see it as it's a, it's a balancing act between uh, taking care of yourself but mm-hmm. committing to a team, uh, to the team effort. Because yes. obviously, you know, there's the – you have to get yours, so to speak. You have yes. to try to do the best you can for yourself and your family because, you, you know, most careers in the NFL are short. But every single player that leaves, they always say the same thing. He was a great player, but he doesn't have a ring. Or yeah. you know, and to, in in the NFL, more than anything, I think rings are the standard. That's the that's the gold standard for your career. Did you were you a champion? Mm-hmm. Do you have a ring? And if that's the case, then somehow that you know gives you validity. Mm-hmm. Or and that therein lies the dilemma. Like. If you're going to be a team player, sometimes you're going to have to maybe sacrifice a little bit of your uh, personal ego. personal ego or personal wealth so that you can assemble the greatest team possible so that you can get that ring. Yes. And a lot of people won't do that. A lot of people take the money. And I look, I don't blame them. I, you know, but then at the end of the career, they can't sit around and complain that they don't have a ring. Right. You know. Yeah. Um, there's a there's people. There's a lot of problems uh, in the NFL. Um, and there's a, but the one thing that is, um, uh, a problem is hair loss <laughs> in the NFL. Well, and around everywhere. the world, around the world, universal. Let me, let me talk to you for a minute okay, about it. Please. Yeah. I don't know if you know this or not, but 66% of men lose their hair by the age of 35. Wow. Yeah. Thing is when you start to notice hair loss, it's too late, my friend, it's already gone and it ain't coming back. <laughs> 
It's easier to keep your hair that you have than to replace it, all right? So, is that hairline of yours slowly starting to move backwards? Any bald spots starting to show up all of a sudden? Seeing a little something more than you wanted to see? A little more flesh? (laughs) Well, how are you going to feel a year from now, huh? It's only going to get worse. You got to take action, my friend. Why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing? Just put their head in the sand to hide it. Well, uh, uh, you can turn, my friends, to medicine and science. That's right. I'm talking about 4 a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. If you're a man, you got to find 4 Thanks to science, baldness can be an option. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical-grade solutions to treat hair loss. Well-known generic equivalents to name-brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. No snake oil pills or any of that BS. Prescription solutions backed by science. Answer a few quick questions. Doctor will review and prescribe you what you need. Products are shipped directly to your door. Friends, order now. My listeners get a trial month of Hims for just $5 today Right now, while supplies last, see website for full details. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. Go to 4 slash wriggle. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash wriggle. 4 slash wriggle. Friends, don't delay. And really quick, don't forget to take uh, the survey on Podcast One uh, just to help our podcast stay free to download with minimal ads. The survey is short, completely anonymous, two easy ways to do it. Go to podcastone.com backslash my survey or just go to podcastone.com and click on the survey banner. If you filled out the survey in the past, thank you, but you could do it again. That will just help all of us at Wriggles Picks and Podcast One a huge, a huge amount. Oh, my God. We just knocked those out like it was nothing. Yeah. I mean, that was like a walk in the park. <laughs> that was like butter. Yeah. Only better. Better. Should we um, – do you have more sports that you want to talk really. about? I, think, I, we, I gonna... think we covered what we need to cover in sports world. I mean, if, if you're going to hang out at the water cooler, you got enough ammo. Yeah. LeBron's coming to L.A. pretty much. Um, That's the Brooks vibe. Capcom. But that vibe's been out there for a while, LeBron yeah. coming to L.A. That's because his kids are at school here, so it right? makes sense. And I think the, the Lakers are primed for him. Yeah. I think he comes A LeBron on. Lakers jersey. I mean, LeBron's a businessman. His production company's here. I mean, oh, it'd be smart for him to come here. A LeBron here. Lakers jersey. Yeah. That's going to – right. he doesn't even have to play. That just sells. That yeah. would sell – as soon as it... I mean, I'd get mine right away. Like, <laughs> not even going to lie. Yeah. Um, um, that's awesome. There's probably some other news, Chan. What's something that... To uh, give me some uh, some good, Oh, yeah. Funky... Give it with a weird one. Yeah, give us something. Do you want something in the, in the United States? Uh, yeah. Yes, while I eat a Krispy Kreme donut. I oh, would. my okay. God. I want one of these, too. Um, so a Florida man calls and asks the cops to make sure his meth is up to speed. Huh? Yeah. Wait, is... Wait. Your mouth is full of donut, right? <laughs> wait, hold on. Where my job Meth and speed. You're talking about two different. Yeah. He, not up. At meth and speed. No. Make sure his meth is up to speed with standards, I guess. He He uh, wanted a quality control check yeah. from the cops. <laughs> Pretty much. On his meth. This buffoon. By the way, I don't even know the number to the cops. Do you know? No. Do you? There's 911. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, who, who knows the actual formal number? I don't know the formal number. I'd have to look it up. 
I mean, I'm There's sure There's no available. way this guy has Google, or else he would have just Googled, is my meth up to speed? Well, he's yeah. 49 years old. Yeah, he's 49. He doesn't, know, he doesn't know how to use Google. No, he's like, can you text the internet? Yeah, okay. he contacted the sheriff's office saying that he wanted his drugs to be tested because he had a bad reaction. And so they told him to bring them in and then arrested him. <laughs> <laughs> this guy, I don't understand. They told him, and he brought him in, he's yep. like, okay. Did he, he think it was? Did, office did he it. think they were legal drugs? Did, I mean, that just reminds me of like when I was growing up. There was like this, um, this thing on our freeway near my hometown, and it was one of those like uh, signs that was like, "Drug check up ahead, exit now before the drug check." What? So everybody would exit, and then that's where the drug check was, not up ahead. <laughs> that's <laughs> like awesome. exit Actually, now that's to awesome. avoid. To avoid tra- the weight, <laughs> and they would exit, and then the tra- <laughs> I was just picking people off. A bunch of idiots. Idiots. Okay. Really so was funny. it up to speed? Was it uh, – regardless, it was meth. Well, they yeah, arrested him, meth, so it must have been though. quality meth. <laughs> They're like, this is for real meth. This, yeah. this isn't just Sudafed. This is That's the real so stuff. That's so amazing yeah. that this guy is that – well, he deserves – he really deserves to go to jail. Meth mm-hmm. fucks you up so bad. Like I – had a, a friend, no, oh. but a friend of mine who I did not know was on meth, like sent me a picture from the hospital and I guess he had shot it up in his arm, Oh my which God. I didn't even know you could do. Yeah. And his, missed the vein and his arm swelled up so bad, it's split in half. And then they, so they had to like, they're like, do you want us to save your arm? And he was like, yeah. So we had to have like a zillion surgeries. And then they pump you full of saline because apparently your salt levels go down so low. That's part of – I think that's part of like the high. I'm not sure. Oh but like you – into like a deadly level. So they had to pump him full of saline and then his balls swelled up like watermelons. Like not grapefruits, like mini watermelons. But, I sent it, he sent me a picture of that too, which is really gross. In his defense, the high was fantastic. <laughs> The 15-second high the was The highs are so... high. The lows are... <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. Stop eating? Yeah. Because it doesn't sound good on the mic. When I'm... <laughs> yeah, you're right. Sorry, friends. Oh, it's just these goddamn crispy donuts. Crispy cream. You can't just see crispy cream donuts yeah, and then and not, not eat them. And not them. devour them at a rapid rate. Was that um, the only... News story besides no. that Krispy Kreme doesn't sound good on a microphone. <laughs> Listen, some ASMR people might like it. So what is that? Yeah, that's a new trend on YouTube where people were like whisper into mics and like smack their food and stuff, and they get millions of hits. And it's like apparently it's a soothing thing to certain people to hear whisper. And so there's tons and smacking of food. Yeah, and people are making tons of money on YouTube just making whisper videos and like. <sighs> Licking their lips. And I stuff. had to. Oh my god! So I don't know. Like, so I just wrote on the MTV Movie and TV Awards, um, and it was by far one of the hardest jobs I've ever had because I did not know anybody at all. Right. <laughs> so most hilarious. of my day was just researching yeah. who Chloe X Halley is and DJ yeah. Mustard or whatever. Yeah. And uh, and uh, use a candlestick in the <laughs> observatory. <laughs> Yeah. To kill someone. I mean, it was so ugh, it was so much work. Uh, but writing for Tiffany Haddish is always really fun. Yeah. And, um, man, I, I didn't get this joke in because uh, I can't tell you why. But the joke was, um, let's just get one thing straight. I do know who bit Beyonce, but I do not know who Jamie Foxx slapped in the face with his dick. 
Or I love that you pitched that. Or uh, I know who bit Beyonce, but I do not know what Ariana Grande sees in Pete Davidson. That was the other one, but that didn't make it either. Well, I know. What are you going to do? You pitch him. Yeah. That's all you, you can gotta do. You got to pitch. <laughs> uh, that is fun, though, that you're working on the MTV uh, mm-hmm. Movie Awards. That's you cool. know Millie Bobby Brown? She's like the girl from Stranger Things. She plays Eleven. Okay. So, and her character uh, gets nosebleeds when she's, you know, trying mm-hmm. to move things with her mind. And I was like, you know, I thought she was related to Bobby Brown, but they get nosebleeds for a different reason. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, what's another news story, Chan? Rob wants the subject changed. Uh, An Indonesian woman dies after being swallowed by a 23-foot-long python. Okay, so Mm -hmm. time out. First of all, how do you get close enough to a 23-foot python? Did did it swallow her face first? Swallow her whole. I don't know, don't but she was. She went out to tend to her garden. Get out of here! Missing. They they caught the snake. <laughs> they cut it. They killed it, and then they cut it open. And her whole body, her whole body was intact inside the snake, <gasps> and and they're still in her clothes and everything. Just yeah. with you know. her little gardening tool. Yeah, but she didn't cut herself. She still had out. a little little Marlboro <laughs> wedged in her mouth. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't still lit, but it was still, it was still lit. God, but were her begonias okay? <laughs> here's the, here's my I because honestly, uh, you know how long it takes for a python to devour a, a full grown fifty four year old woman. Yeah, right? it's it's not it's not like an infant. It's no. a, it's a grown woman. Now maybe she's a short woman, but still a five footer is a five foot. It takes a while for a python. Yeah, to, to open its mouth and really and, get it going and bring the the whole thing in. So. Here's what I th- – my theory. She's an old woman tending to her garden. She has a Marlboro screwed into her mouth. <laughs> and she's been doing that since she was 12. T- 12. It's Indonesia, so it's in- 12. Yeah. And she died. She had a heart attack. Oh, because of the she had cigarettes. A, or whatever. Well, she just not saw good- the snake and had a heart attack. They might have had she, Whatever. But I think she – I think she had a heart attack or something happened in the garden, a stroke, a heart attack, and she died. And the snake was close enough – Sensed, you know, this thing and went and got her. And, and that's what happened. In my opinion, because there's no way. I don't see how a snake can move up on you that fast. I would think. They also- right. And devour you. Because even if it like, even if it lurched at you, which a 23 foot python isn't going to lurch. It isn't going to. No. It's not like a rattlesnake is going to leap at you. If it, if it got close enough to you, even if it got a hold of you, a bit you, you could still. You know, Wrestle. put up a fight for your life to get free. But don't they squeeze you? So yeah. what if it squeezed her and then ate her? But how how do you you know how long it takes for a python to move into position? Haven't you seen Jungle Book where he hypnotizes Mowgli <laughs> with his eyes? I, I mean, that's yeah, that's what, what okay. That's your theory. No, that's what Cristiano Ronaldo does to people. <laughs> he hypnotizes you with his eyes. Are you oh, saying Chris, Cristiano is a python? <laughs> I mean, I mean, he's a snake in the grass. Well, he swallowed probably his share of okay of, of old all ladies. three. Of, of all three, <laughs> oh, that's just weird, and I'm not even going there. But of all three theories, uh-huh. I think mine's probably the most. Of course, of you course think you yours is the best. <laughs> well, let's put it to Gary. Gary, of the three that you just Tiebreaker. heard, I'd say it's most likely she was somehow immobilized, and then the snake. Thus had an advantage. Thank you. There's no way a snake 
coils around you without you knowing it. No way. Well, what if she trips and then it go, you know, trips back over the snake and then she's like, oh, you know, she's old. She can't it was get up. In the middle of the night it, too. Basically. Why are you gardening in the middle of the night? Okay, you're. It's no, you're. I'm not yelling at you. But oh, I'm I feel just, you. I, I, I'm. I'm with you. Why well, you, I guess you do garden at night because it's better to water. Why are you gardening at all? We have Amazon Prime now. <laughs> in Indonesia, they do. <laughs> okay, so they. So that's just the weirdest thing I've ever heard. Uh, that um, a full-grown woman was inside the belly of a snake. Not gross at all. Um, <laughs> the villagers found the snake, killed it, cut it open, and because they go that that they noticed. They're like that. It looks like you know you- the snake swallowed a a carpet. Have you? <laughs> a rolled-up carpet. <laughs> You've seen those pictures of those pythons where they try to eat something like a deer and then it splits them open and then the pythons die because they try to eat something that's too big yeah. for its yeah. belly. I mean, I've I've done that like at Mastro's, like at a steakhouse, you know, where I'm like, this is probably going to kill me. I, I've tried to do that myself at exactly Mastro's. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. I don't know like what it is about outdoors. that place. I just put the feedback on. And the gristle. You're like, okay. Oh, my that's awesome. Uh, we got right. uh, we got a lot of we got a lot of questions from our, our, our listeners today, which was much appreciated. Um, oh, that's uh, my mom at the top, Sue Haynes. What? My mom listens. By the way, she always uh, texts me things that I've said wrong on the podcast. She's like, you know, a dry county is this. You got it wrong. You know. Take it easy, Sue. <laughs> okay, Sue. It's not an exact science. <laughs> yeah. But we do appreciate you listening. No. Um, and I can see she's looking for answers here. <laughs> what was your favorite toy game as a child? Well, she's for me. Yeah, well, she's that's what she asked. Yeah. yeah, guarantee she doesn't know that. <laughs> she never asking. bought me what I wanted. Oh boy, here we go. This is the therapy. Uh, my favorite toy when I was young was um, the Barbie Ferrari. I got that. The Ooh, Barbie Ferrari, nice. or no, the Corvette. The, it was like a red Corvette. I got that, and I was like, yes. I was a. Um, this is, you know, we didn't have, we had like Atari and stuff, you mm-hmm. know, which are fun, I guess. But as far as toys, um, uh, I had like matchbox cars, little matchbox cars, mm-hmm. and uh, one that looked just like the Bandit. It was Ooh. a tr- 1980 Trans Am, I think, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I used to have that pretty much everywhere I went. My friend has one of those actual cars. Ooh. There's like 137 of them, like the. Yeah. The, the actual bandit they re, they remade like so many oh, yeah it's man. pretty dope that's but yeah my cool. sister used to play with matchbox cars and that's how I learned to um, that's probably why I became a comic because she would never let me play I had to play by myself because she wanted to play by herself she said I didn't know how to do it because <laughs> <laughs> she had this giant map that she would lay out yeah. and then she would just play with her cars like all day yeah. and I'd be like can I play and she's like you don't know how. <laughs> like, what do you mean? I don't know how. You're just fucking pushing cars around. Yeah. I'm not doing anything yeah. except being lazy. Like, come hang out with me and let me push you around. That's yeah. a more fun game. Yeah. Yeah. Let me hit you with the remote. That's fun. <laughs> but she had her thing. Uh, so you, that would Chan? be that would be mine. Um, <laughs> She's like an iPhone. It's, uh, I, I, had little, I had also, uh, for a, little, a brief moment, I had uh, Star Wars little action figures oh. that uh, I... I I Took enjoyed. out of the box right away. Yeah, yeah. And then, did uh, you keep any of those for your kids? Yes, as a matter of fact, that's uh, awesome. I had a little uh, chest of uh, little army men and little mm-hmm. things like that that 
I, my dad, let's be mm-hmm. honest, my dad kept it. Yeah. Um, and then he brought it out a couple years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. so my son got to play with him. Mm-hmm. My mom saved all my sister's cars. But oh. none, nothing of yours? I don't think I had anything oh. cool that I that was probably... <laughs> It's probably just like my diary, and she probably burned that because of all the <laughs> shit I wrote about her. <laughs> well, Lance, Lance Fannin asked, uh, if you could use only one method of transportation for the rest of your life, would you choose rollerblades or a skateboard? <laughs> Let these me are, guess what you would pick, Rob. questions. Take your guess. What There's would you think? no way you're not on rollerblades with a fanny pack going down Venice Boulevard. You know me too well. Sunglasses. I'm such a rollerblader. Yeah, neon shorts. Yep. Just bebopping to mm-hmm. some Lionel Richie. <laughs> Lionel! <laughs> Here's the thing. I see the wisdom Dancing of the skateboard. Because the skateboard, you get to have tennis shoes. Yeah. And you can just stop on a dime, kick the board up, go in, shop, go mm-hmm. do whatever you want. You still have, with the rollerblades, you're kind of locked into the rollerblade yeah. life. You yeah. can't, there's no stopping, there's no chilling, there's no going into the restaurant or just an easy bathroom break. It's yeah. all hard. Yeah. Um, but I still prefer the rollerblade life. <laughs> Did you? Rollerblade for life! <laughs> Did you? I would probably choose a skateboard just so I could take it anywhere, right? Because you can't just mm-hmm. take your rollerblades yeah, I'm, to I Starbucks. It. it makes more sense. Like, I, take I get it the off. argument. You know, Did you, Tony Hawk had that. Uh, there was like a great um, Twitter <laughs> uh, moments about him. And he was like posting all of the things that people have said to him over the years. Because he carries a skateboard around, you know, and he's 45. <laughs> and he's the greatest skateboarder of all time. That's, that's California, you though. Know? California is so sad. It's full of 50-year-old skateboard punks. <laughs> yeah. It's sad. I look around at all these guys. I'm like, what the fuck? And they're like, hey, it's good. I'm like, guys, you've got to graduate. You've, yeah. got, to, you've got to mature. At some point, it's got to happen. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> you're 50! <laughs> yeah. And you still just... He'll like be putting it in the overhead compartment on a plane, and people are like, "Aren't you a little old to be skateboarding? <laughs> you know, or uh, are you any good at it?" That's always my favorite. What, thing. what would you go with, Jan? I have both, so uh, <laughs> that's not an answer. <laughs> um, probably a skateboard. Okay, yeah, I get yeah. that logic, Gary. Uh, I'd probably go rollerblades because I've seen new ones where you can just pop the trucks off. Oh yeah, that's damn! True. And then they're just shoes. Well, now it's a more now it's a lock. It's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a smaller thing to carry around with you than the giant skateboard. Yep. yep All right. Yep, yep. All right. All one right. last one. Which one do you want? Francisco? Mm. Uh, Francisco. Francisco. That's Frank fun Gaby. to say. Uh, that's from the movie Elf. Uh, Francisco. This is – he's a he or she says this is an opinionated question. Mm. Can a relationship work after someone has cheated? Why or why not? No. Ooh. Going down deep. How much you you were very have? quick to say that. No. No. I've tried to make it work, yeah. and it definitely doesn't. And you always have that thought in the back of your head. And, uh, I mean, to this day, I still think it's important. <laughs> Why are you laughing, You guys Jan? missed a great joke Jan made. <laughs> what did you say? I said, how much money do they have? <laughs> well, there you go. That's one way. That's a great opinion. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think so. I think now. Because you're always going to be thinking about how little money they do have Just and how it's not them. working. It doesn't work like that. I don't like think that. that solves it. I don't yeah. think that solves the problem. Uh, no, I think uh, you're probably not far off. I would, I would probably agree with that. I think, uh, uh, I, yeah, I think that's uh, relationships require a lot of trust. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
that's a big violation. So. Yeah. And here's a clue. Like uh, if a guy – this is why I never dated guys with roommates. I always hated when they had a roommate because one time I found out that their roommate was their wife, which is definitely a roommate. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, that's terrible. you're like, okay, so no more roommates, <laughs> period. <laughs> God. Yeah. People yeah. are awful. People, uh, yeah, I don't think they think things through. That's all. You know, I'm always surprised, too, at, like, how many men will cheat with, like, so many women. Like, have, like, I got catfished by a guy once, and he had, like, nine fiancés. And it's, like, ha- like, like when that happened with Tiger. Why is that fun? Tiger. Why is that cool? Oh, uh, yeah. That's I guess like, it's a control rush or Yeah, something? that's just needing to be in control and needing to be needing loved to be, by that many yeah, people. Yeah, needing, needing the love and, and looked attention. up to by yeah, that yeah. many, you know. Uh, but, like, with Tiger, you're, like, how do you do that and play golf? You know, like, how does that like, how does that like or anybody, any, any, any person? That well, has that I think many... I think it, it, it catches up with you eventually. You know, yeah. like I, think, I think you can compartmentalize things for a while, but then it, it's all going to spill over on it. it not, nothing sustainable like that. It's, no. it's not. You always have to think about the end state. You know, uh, yeah. and the the end state is never going to be what you think it's going to be. No, it's going to be a nine iron to the face. Yeah, um, <laughs> chances are, chances are. But people don't think in terms of end state; they think in terms of now. Yeah, and they're and they're usually trying to escape some sort of pain or some sort of uh, dissatisfaction. Mm-hmm. So they they just they try to do they rather than deal with the deal with the pain, they go into distraction or escape. And, yeah, and that's usually one way they do it. Well, a good other alternative is just to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Don't cheat on anybody. If you need an escape, just listen to us. Yeah. And we'll be your escape. We'll rollerblade over to you and help you out. We're your, we're your <laughs> podcast handy. Yeah. <laughs> we're a handy podcast. We're a handy podcast. <laughs> um, wow. Wow. That's a fun way of ending that <laughs> <laughs> about cheating and and a podcast. Yeah, um, but you know, you know, and you were, you were mentioning guys. Uh, it seems uh, it seems like there are just as many, if not more, women these days that are are taking the uh, oh are taking the low road. Oh, for sure. So it is not just men. No, it seems no. to be more and more epidemic. Um, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Again, it's all about control and like when you feel out of control, mm-hmm. which uh, can happen to women obviously just as much, especially in the current zeitgeist and the environment or if like mm-hmm. you don't feel like you're being respected enough at work, you find it in other ways. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's a shame. Yeah. Yeah. It is. You just so, have to talk. Th- I think that's the key, isn't it? That's the key. You got to you – gotta, uh... You got to figure it out. Yeah, when um, you're not happy, you just say something. If you feel something, say something. Yeah. And but if you, you cheat, you get beat. Oh, well, there it is. That's some street talk right there. <laughs> okay. Let me lay down some more street talk for you. Okay. True car. <laughs> you want truth? I want the truth. You got the truth. Here's true car. If you're looking to buy a car, you're probably familiar with terms like MSRP. You might even know what it stands for. But what does it actually mean? The same goes for invoice, list price, dealer price. It's enough to confuse anybody. All you're really looking for is a price that actually means something. Introducing True Price from True Car. Now you can know exactly what you're going to pay for a car that you want, including fees, accessories, before you even get to the dealership. (laughs) 
True Car dealers will show you the true price on cars like the one you want, all from the comfort of your own home. And how do you know that your true price is a great price? Because True Car shows you what other people paid for that same car that you want. And your certified dealers know this. So they set their true price competitively so that they can win your business because they want to get you that car. So when you're ready to buy a new or used car, visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. Some features not available in all states. Friends, True Car. Don't blow True it. Car. That's that advertisement. And another fan, really quick, just yeah. had his own idea for your own product. Yes. Rob, his name is Jeff Fenneker. Okay. And he said uh, on a recent, on a fairly recent Adam Carolla guest spot, there was a brief discussion about creating your own line of tampons. How has this not happened yet, and how is it not called the Wriggler? Hmm. Tragic name. <laughs> And it's funny because I, 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 Adam has been kind enough to let me hang out and do a show a couple times. I think mm-hmm. you've done I've it as well. It, yes. Uh, and he's, you know, he's a funny guy. I don't. Rem- we talk about so many things and it bounces around from wherever to wherever. I don't remember this conversation. I don't think it happened with you. I think he's just saying they were talking about it, and he thinks that you should oh. come up with your own line. Oh, now I'm tracking with you. I was like to say, I don't remember this conversation. <laughs> yeah, I would hope that you would remember uh, it. <laughs> I would, because I think it would stick out. Yeah. Um, and uh, the Wriggler, uh, for a name for a tampon, um, awful. Right. I don't think anybody's going to buy that. It's a better name for a python. Like, if you were to buy a python, yeah. you'd call it the Wriggler. Exactly. Yeah. What would you call uh, the Saratiana line? The Saratiana line? Uh-huh. Uh... Sh- shocking, not not shocking. Not shocking, not name. shocking. Not not a good name. Shocking, not shocking. I think I would, if I had to, I'd probably have to name mine Buttercloud. <laughs> yeah. Does that? I've met. You're, you're a right. woman. Does that? Would, I gotta go get you, some Buttercloud. If you were like, but if you walk through the aisle and you're like, oh my god, I need uh, Buttercloud right. sounds nice. Buttercloud sounds like it would absorb and, and feel good. And yeah. Right. I think I nailed it. Cloud nine. Buttercloud. Buttercloud. Good job. Thank you. And thank you for listening to Riggle's Picks. <laughs> Sarah, I'm so glad you're back. It's good to see I'm you. I'm so glad to see you as well. Thank you for my meat undies. Uh, and thank you, Chan, yes. for these uh, Krispy Kremes that we're going to devour in about one second. Yeah, one, off the air. Off the air. But thank you so much. Uh, and uh, let's all wave to Gary. Bye, Gary. You're fired. And thank you so much. All right, everybody. Uh, this is Rob Riggle. I'm Sarah Tiana. Uh, this has been Riggle's Picks. <laughs> <laughs> Deaths in Afghanistan. I'm Ed Donahue with an AP News Minute. U.S. forces say three American service members and a U.S. contractor were killed in a roadside bombing near Bagram Air Base in Afghanistan. Court documents show actress Felicity Huffman has agreed to plead guilty in the college admissions cheating scandal. She's accused of paying $15,000 to have a proctor boost her older daughter's SAT score. More changes at the Department of Homeland Security. A day after Secretary Kirsten Nielsen announced her resignation, the White House says Secret Service Chief Tex Alice will be leaving shortly. Three officials say the departures are unrelated, with Alice's move stemming from a personality conflict within the agency. That's AP Sagar Magani. A bond hearing has been adjourned until next week for a woman from China arrested at President Trump's Mar-a-Lago Club in Florida. A federal prosecutor says she had a device to detect human, hidden cameras in her hotel room when Secret Service agents searched it. She also had nine USB drives and five cards. I'm Ed Donahue.